0: Hi, guys, Chris here. Before the podcast starts, I want to let you know that a podcast you're about to listen to was recorded live Sunday night, 8 o'clock UK time, over on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. If you want to get involved, make sure you come along to the live chat where there's going to be all sorts of banter back and forth. So twitch.tv forward slash badbookers, 8 o'clock UK time, Sunday nights. I'll leave you with the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome it's to the. There we go. We've got it. There's always one every episode. We've made it. At least it. last week you waited until I'd finished the intro.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's Bad Book of the bb dog, bb dog, bb
2: dog.
0: I am your host, Mimim. <laughs> oh, we're keeping that one, are we? Okay, no, i keeping on. that one. hello <laughs> really know who's got done it, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if Jack, wants- I need to ask Jack what sort of
1: conditioning and
3: products
4: he uses on his beer.
0: <laughs> He's not on the ropes. He's fucking through the ropes
2: now.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's bad book Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, <week>. oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Oh no!
4: No! no. it's location
2: permanently on. Never.
0: <laughs> oh. yeah. I can't. I can't, I, I can't even save that. Oh no!
1: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Book is Wrestling Podcast, episode 95, I'm your host, Movement. I've got Chris, Matt, and Space Toaster with me this week. Say hello everybody. Hello, hello everybody.
4: Boys, have any of these actually used the manscaping products?
1: <laughs> they're bang on, oh, I'm
4: like, not not to distract, like, we've started the pod, no, but they are bang on. I'm sure no, you I'm, I'm not one hygienic. for manscaping. Your lady will appreciate it, boys.
0: I'm not I'm not one for it. I don't
3: it's have just, a lady. <laughs> Maybe if bad. you
4: manscaped, you <laughs> would have a lady.
0: <laughs> well
3: no hey, lady's been hey,
4: there in a long hey, time.
0: Hey, how would the lady know if he'd manscaped if he hadn't had a lady in the first place?
4: Maybe he's <laughs> met the lady, brought her home, went, like, Oh let's let's take this to the boudoir. she's went, okay. See you seem like a lovely gentleman. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Ah! <laughs> you've got a fucking head on me.
3: nobody has ever called me a lovely gentleman i'll have you now <laughs> <laughs> from that entire segment all you got was lovely gentleman <laughs> oh, brilliant I, hey, I we are going to talk about
1: some wrestling this week hopefully do we um fun? but apparently we're talking about manscaping at the moment I'm how saying, are we all doing like, are we all good
4: keep it clean and tidy down there boys <laughs> do fine the, the ladies do it for you like do you know what?
1: Well, this is fun. Um, Should we talk (laughs) about the news instead of (laughs) whatever
4: that is? It's wreaking fucking havoc, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, So, we've got lots of news to get through this week. Um, Jack, our admin lad, has been a bit busy. Um, So, biggest news to come out of this week was. the announcement of the signings of Timothy Thatcher and Killer Cross to WWE, um, they look like they're going to NXT by, by confirmed reports.
4: Uh, there's rumours that Killer Cross isn't going to NXT. He's going to skip it and go straight to the main roster.
1: Is yeah, he that good? Um,
4: yeah, he's he's polished and ready. Right and if they stick him and his missus on the main roster, they'll blend right in.
0: Who's his missus again?
4: Uh, Scarlett Porto. Um, she did a load of stuff. The most... The stuff you would know her from would be the Impact stuff she done. She did uh, the smoke show and everybody got really pissed off about it because obviously women's wrestling has moved away from where they were sexualized, but her whole gimmick was <clears throat> she's owning the sexualization of her character and choosing to do it. So she got really over in uh, Impact but asked for her release because she wasn't making enough money not to have uh, a part-time job when she wasn't at Impact. Apex okay so she left and then killer cross after his shortly after and now they're both wwe
1: cool um timothy thatcher being in wwe obviously means he's reunited with um walter wolf and Bartel. so do we think it's going to be
0: ring camp 2.0 or no I have no other reason. I'm just going to say no. I to... I
4: personally think they'll use him against Walter, because NXT UK is going to need to have more faces, especially if Devlin's doing more NXT stuff. Um, the only other guy is... I can't pronounce his name, so I just call him the Russian lad. It's the only other person. So he, ragged ragged in ragged on. Yeah, I think if they bring um, Thatcher in there, he can be someone to go up against Walter, and the two of them will just chop the fuck out of each other.
0: I'm fine with that. I don't know much about Timothy Thatcher. Is he any good?
4: Um, he's really good technical wrestler. What I've read is that he has had an open offer from WWE for about four years, but he wanted to go to Japan. He hasn't had any offers from Japan and he's just thought, fuck it, and agreed to go do um uh, WWE. Okay.
2: Fair, Fair enough. enough.
1: Um, I know that Jack was doing some fantasy booking this week um, with the Timothy Thatcher stuff. To I think he was on about him being with Dragonov, didn't he, and just have them against Imperium and see where it goes. But we don't know what will happen until they start using him and whether they use him properly. Um, other bit of news. Um, the Nightmare Collective is done. It's finished. Um, the last episode of AEW Dark... Uh, awesome Kong was attacked by Mel and Lufa, um to bring this nonsense to an end. Um, <laughs> however, Awesome Kong needs time away because they're filming the, um, I think it's the final season of Glow. Um, season three, is it? Yeah. Four. four. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Any of you watch it? I watched the first uh, season. I I've really enjoyed it.
4: The first two and a half. Uh, oh, third I've season's a bit weird. I haven't gotten into it yet. Like, I think I've got three episodes there.
0: What I found weird was they they referred to Alex Riley as a good wrestler, and they used him as like a as like the pin up wrestler. It, it it confused me a little bit.
4: Um, I yeah, they used a few wrestlers. I think basically the wrestlers they brought in were all Chavo's mates because Chavo like helps with the scenes and stuff. Yeah, like. so um, Chavo was in it. Like, Carlito and boys like that.
3: <clears throat> Why can't we have Carlito back? on... And- WWE or AEW. We are. Really uh, Carlito
4: pissed off WWE too much when he was there. Um, and he's just happy getting paid to be on wwc which I think is his dad's company. So he's yes. making a fortune just to wrestle Puerto Rico. Um,
3: fair enough. It's a shame. I'd like to see somebody spit apples in people's faces. If mean, they cool, he
4: doesn't spit them. Fair enough. I was thinking of Cutie Marshall. He does stuff with apples, but. Right.
1: Yeah, not the same
3: though, is it? Sounds sinister when you just say he does stuff for
4: Apple. (laughs) He does weird things to Apple. I mean, we're we're trying to keep it PG, boys, so we could just move it along.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Staying with AEW, Double or Nothing two has been announced. It's going to take place on May twenty third at the MGM Grand Garden Arena again in Las Vegas. Um, Not really a lot to add to that, but cool shit name you don't like it
4: double or nothing Triple final play you can't really go double or nothing too this time it's personal
2: Tokyo <laughs> drift, which, <you> know, <laughs> like
4: I would like even if it had just been double or nothing fucking 2020 or whatever and just put the year on
1: it it's kind of weird
2: hmm.
1: um MLW and Dragon Gate have reportedly formed a strategic alliance uh, meaning that they will exchange talent, content share, and do joint projects. I knew nothing about this. Cheers, Jack.
4: What's really interesting about it is that MLW previously had a relationship with Noah, but obviously Noah got took over by the guys who run DDT. So, given that they've opened one up with dragging it, you would assume that the DDT or the Noah deal is dead now, and you won't see them exchange wrestlers with Noah going forward. Hmm. Also, I've noticed MLW are doing a lot of shit with AAA, and AEW have sort of eased back on being linked with AAA, other than I think Kenny might still have their title, but MLW are co-promoting a AAA event in the next couple of months.
3: And there's a lo- There's always like three or four AAA wrestlers on the MLW shows as well.
1: Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting.
3: Hmm.
1: Um, sticking with MLWE, reports are suggesting that they are currently in talks with Amazon to stream Fusion onto
0: Prime.
3: That'd be that would day. be ace.
0: Yeah.
3: I've been watching Fusion recently and quite enjoying it.
0: I've not watched I've a watched single watched. second of it. I, haven't. I should, but I just don't. And I mean, even I'm if it like goes
1: a to a. Prime, I don't have Prime, so... <laughs> You don't have Prime. <laughs> How do you
3: live in the 21st century and not have Amazon Prime? Because I don't have it. I
4: spent it on his fridge, didn't he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fridge, man. Then you can sub to channels. Yeah, you can get you one free sub a month. Exclamation mark Prime. Mm. See?
1: Cheers. Um, talking of that, it goes. Oh, you can't do it yet. But
0: yeah. 50
1: followers in it. On badbookers.com. Twitch.tv, good promoting. Uh, Bookers.tv.
0: Yeah, uh, that. Sh- sh- shall I say it? Yeah, because no. you know it. Right, good looter things, Facebook
3: movement.
2: Facebook. Good looter
0: things. <laughs> <Lucha. laughs> right, we're 19 followers away from hitting affiliate, so if you haven't hit follow, please do. And then we hit affiliate, and then we get emotes like on the ropes and things like that. So make sure you do that. I'm going to stop talking because my nose is running.
3: We wouldn't hit affiliate, though, because we've got to do seven hours of streaming in a week. Not in a week, hey, in a month. Uh, a month. Oh, is it a month? Yeah. Is, is that... Yeah, okay. Sorry. Ignore me.
0: Another, another podcast. Cheers. NJ... Um,
1: um, I can't even speak now. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling have announced uh, Wrestle Dynasty, uh, which is going to happen on the 22nd of August at the Madison Square Garden. Reports are suggesting that it's going to be a Wrestle Kingdom level style event. Um, it's going to go head to head the same day as Takeover Boston, I believe. I gonna call bullshit.
4: That's the equivalent of WWE going. Our Saudi show is the biggest ever WrestleMania Royal Rumble bullshit that they've. Biggest done Royal
0: had. Rumble ever. Greatest Royal yeah, Rumble, Rumble ever, isn't it?
4: Yeah, there's no way. Like, fair enough, know, they're going to do that show, and they'll probably combine it with ROH. But there's no way they're putting on a Wrestle Kingdom level show in the states. It's just not happening. Like. Mm. I'm all for like, promoting it and bigging it up, but it's going to be... <sighs> fucking Endo yeah. and Cass are going to come out and challenge Girl as a Destiny or some shit.
1: Oh, yeah, that's definitely going to be yeah. happening, isn't it?
2: Oh, no. dear.
1: Um, last bit of news. Um, As per Fightful um, saying this week that Taynara Conti has walked out on NXT after disagreement with the company. But with her not being very good
0: shots fired. i mean i i saw that match which was the most lazy match i think i've ever seen in my life
4: her and santana garrett
0: yes yes <laughs> oh my god
4: oh it was fantastic although i have to say some of the shit i saw on this week's nxt was bullshit uh dream is sloppy as fuck fake me
3: I am not gonna fight you. I I've, I said that he was going downhill that before we
4: I I am no we're jumping ahead. I'm not gonna talk about it too much. But that segment was sloppy as fuck and it made everyone in the ring look shit. Uh, cool. We'll talk about
1: um, that in a bit. We will talk about that in a bit, as well as AW, but we've got to get gotta get the main roster nonsense out of the way first. <laughs> um I haven't watched any main roster, so really? um I don't think anybody has, has they?
2: Raw clips, so I forgot
1: all of happened. them. Um, the only thing that I know that has been announced. Oh, Corbin happened. got
3: covered in dog food, didn't he? Or was that last week? That was last week, I think. No, was, um, it, was,
0: was it? Was it? Was it that they, that they, the, um, with Goldberg, they, asked, they, they basically, yeah. they, they, advertised <laughs> that Goldberg was going to be there, and he was there for a satellite.
3: Yeah, he was there on Skype. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. yeah, they they advertised him as being on the show, and oh, then they had amazing. a Skype call with him. Oh, oh. wow! Um, cool. I saw something
1: on Twitter, because uh, the announcement is that Goldberg's going to face the Fiend at Super Showdown, Money, Bags, whatever you want to call it. Um, um, I saw something on Twitter that said Bray Wyatt's going to like destroy Goldberg's son, because his son might be there or something. And I was like, please don't. That's no, him terrible.
3: I want, terrible. To... <laughs> I want Goldberg well. to win.
0: I have yeah. a sneaky feeling that he might. Why? Really why why because
3: the fiend is a f- 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 shit f- character
4: no right i understand the fiends ran his course they've overexposed them and bray wads i've said it for weeks is average annoying. but in what world do you want goldberg holding the fucking?
3: i t- don't want it to happen I, I don't i'd rather have goldberg holding the title than the fiend but the reason I want Goldberg to hold the spot, the the title is because we then get the Battle of the Spears at WrestleMania when Roman Reigns takes the title off Goldberg. And Edge.
4: Goldberg nearly uh, yes, from... killed The Undertaker, like, it was a year ago. There's no way they're
0: putting them in the ring with, like, Roman. I, I can see it well, being like a 12-second pot Lesnar escapade. I don't and know why. The,
3: it was the other way around anyway. It was The Undertaker that nearly killed Goldberg. He started, he, he knocked Goldberg out and then Goldberg couldn't get him up properly and nearly killed him. So it was Goldberg's fault anyway. It was The Undertaker's fault anyway. Okay. Everything's The Undertaker's fault. Yeah, no, Brock Lesnar's The Undertaker's fault. And I love Brock Lesnar.
0: Um, the other <laughs> big
1: announcement, Rooks, <laughs> oh my God, apparently it's still going. Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns are going to have another match.
0: Well, what they they they're still cage match, didn't they? And that, is that the end of it now? No, no
1: fighting
2: my, at super, fighting a super
0: Showdown. Yeah. Oh my, it's too many cooks. We've said it, we said it before in the Discord. <laughs> so, we said it all the time. Discord in the in the DMs. We've said it plenty of times. Too many cooks. It's Orton and fucking Cena all over again. It's all shit. It irritates me. And I don't fucking want to watch it. I just don't want to watch it.
3: Matt, so, so, had,
2: so, yeah. Matt
0: had like a very interesting statistic that he showed me, uh,
2: yeah.
3: shared with
1: me before so, we started.
3: I've, somebody on Twitter went through Baron Corbin's last four months of live appearances. So this is li- like WWE live events, pay per views, and TV tapings. He's had forty-one appearances in the last four months. Thirty-nine of those appearances have been matches with Roman Reigns, either in tag teams or. The or singles matches. What the fuck?
1: That takes a new meaning into too many cooks. I I don't understand why they're still doing it. I I don't understand
4: why you're saying that's too many cooks.
1: So there's a of, so for those of you who don't know, there's a mania video. Um it was like an outro that Matthew did where apparently John Cena and Randy Orton have had too many matches against each other. And it's like every time they've had a match, they put it to the music of the Too Many Cooks. So that's where I got it from.
2: I'll share be- it with you
0: at some point, because you look so confused. I don't think he was confused. I just don't think he cares. I think he seems a bit I indifferent towards it.
4: I, just, I don't find Bachemania that entertaining i'm with
3: you i'm with you uh toaster i don't like, find it funny at all but i
4: remember watching like the first couple and being like oh this is kind of funny he's on like 380 or something now or 403 there you go i, I don't i don't find it entertaining i just i watch enough sloppy wrestling each week anyway without having to the, relive all the fucking botches
0: the um, only really good the only really okay. good bits are, are usually i keep saying really good bits The the bits I enjoy the most tend to be the outros, where it's like four or five minutes of like out of context (laughs) wrestling bits that generally make me laugh. But I've I've not found the last few particularly funny. So shoot from the hip, fuck you, Matthew. Cool. Make it funny. Um, I don't know what
1: happened on Raw. Really,
2: not a Uh, lot. Um,
0: Angel Garza killed um Rey Mysterio. Yeah.
1: Oh
4: yeah,
0: because we needed yeah. So Angel Garza came onto yeah. Raw with Zelina Vega came back yeah. and both Liv Morgan. Yes, yeah. That was so oh, obviously wow. going to happen. So I was watching it, the cutscene of like <laughs> she come down to the ring, and yeah, that that's that's going to happen, isn't it? Hmm. What else? I don't know. Not a lot, really. It, it's usually the chat has to remind us what happened on Raw because we I just
4: I. Usually, someone has Bleacher Report up and it goes, Oh, this happened. Oh, that I'm happened. There's looking there's at Bleacher nothing. Report, and
1: there's nothing that is worth talking about.
4: Well, there you go. We'll skip
1: that. Smack oh, There's a fate- that's it. A number one contenders match for Bailey's title. Bailey smacked down what exactly. they do in that unroll. That's what
0: I meant. We're, sort of, we're just sort of generalizing the team. So apparently, confused. it was
3: won by Carmella.
0: Yes. Because it set it sets up a pointless match for soon
3: eliminate ocean chamber I assume because they're yeah. not going to fight in Saudi are they? I'm about to say they're Saudi Do they fast lane. Hmm? So they're not do fast lane before Mania? So there's no confirmation that fast is going to happen this year yet, um, and the 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 theory is because they've moved Saudi to before Mania, they're not going to do fast lane this year.
0: Bring back great balls of fire
4: um the revival asked for their release again this week didn't they yeah
3: yes, they
4: did. yeah and Matt Hardy is dropping a lot of cryptic hints that he's yeah he's gone he's changed
3: his name to in Limbo and his contracts up at the end of next month
4: so I haven't watched any of them yet but apparently he's been doing a lot of you know the video vlog vlogs yeah and a lot of that's been hinting about like he's leaving and this week I think he tweeted something it was just a picture of Jeff doing a swamp bomb off one of the things he doesn't snap <laughs> on off. Um And I think Jeff has another couple of months Like I think injury tacked him.
3: Yeah, so Jeff's got an extra five months because yeah. of suspension and um, injury stuff.
4: Yeah, so I think Matt's gone, and I think Jeff's gone shortly after. Um, and they'll either go R.O.H. or they'll probably get a job and any of jobs for the boys. There are also
0: um, rumours that Shane is going up
4: yeah, Shayna's going to Raw. I think is the yeah, yeah, it's going up this
0: week. Yeah, it it look it, it's not just like normal rumors. It's very strong rumors now that um, Shayna's going to be going on to- I say I don't want to call it main roster, but it still sort of is getting the call up or the call across, whichever you want to call it.
4: It makes sense putting her on Raw because Ruby Riot, so can have a good get- a good match with her. If Ronda ever comes back, you've got Ronda and her. Yeah. Just-
2: it was, yeah, it's a fresh feud uh, for Becky as over. well.
3: I was going to say, Becky needs somebody to fight at Mania. Do yeah.
1: you think she'll go to Raw, yeah. fight Becky at Mania?
3: Yeah, because you, you, you're you not going to have a go to SmackDown Becky. because there's no there's no women's division on SmackDown, well, so she's SmackDown, wasted going there.
4: SmackDown's going to be Bailey Banks, isn't it? At Mania. Their Mania match is going to be those two. Raw's probably going to be... Could
0: be she a thingy. I think a super is going to be in there somewhere. And then you got Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah, from it for the NXT title.
1: Because uh, I know I'm probably in the majority. I think Becky's title Rain is getting stale.
3: It's like, been well,
1: it's been stale for a while. So it's <laughs> but I, I, I
3: like it. Never got going. It never got going.
4: I lost interest when Nipperder was Seth
0: on screen. Yes. And that, and the the oh, only good thing that happened with that was which, the end of days. That's the only was, good thing that happened. And,
3: and that was less than four weeks after Mania last year. Is it really? So, yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. So the 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 end of days was exactly four weeks after Mania. Oh Christ! So they paired her with Seth three I, two or three weeks after the after she won the title.
0: Oh jeez. I mean, I I liked the story with Asuka. It was a bit different. I mean, it had the same outcome, but it but yeah. it felt a bit different. There there was a bit more to it than the usual. I'm going to fight you and I'm gonna fight you and it, it, it just seemed a bit more to it than that and it, it was it was quite a, the match wasn't too bad either I'd have just like to see it maybe extended a little bit longer but obviously we don't know what's happening with Asuka soon do we we don't know what's happening with Kairi Sane Io Shirai etc so I don't know why I mentioned Io there but yeah um yeah I haven't got nothing else to add on to other than that really
1: didn't she come I, out this week with some with those Thug Life sunglasses on yeah she
0: has got the deal with it sunglasses that she's just named oh, right. again <sighs>
2: I mean, why why?
4: um I think the problem with uh main roster and I don't think NXT's bad because I reckon it looks like a lot of the NXT guys get a bit more creative freedom than main roster because they can go to Hunter or Regal or whoever it is backstage yeah. and say what they want to do um if you look at again talking about the revival asking for their release this week there was a tweet at them um someone tweeted at them, my fan and went you're on smackdown there's all these great teams and they named like miz and morrison and by the way miz and morrison had a great segment on smackdown um, yes
0: dirt sheet didn't they, they yeah, did the them. best
4: of dirt sheet for the oscars or whatever yeah but there's the usos miz and morrison new day you can't expect now the tag titles all the time and i think it was dawson just replied don't want tag titles we want creative free- creative freedom brother yeah uh and i was like that's brilliant but i think it's a it's a perfect example of what the guy's Who spent time in NXT, got over, um, wanted going on the main roster, and then they realized they're in Vince's box now. And of course you got EC three as as
0: well. well. EC3, um
1: Oh that Jericho stuff, yeah. 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 It was on his I think it was on Jericho's Instagram. There was a picture of him and EC three, and it just said, um, this guy's going places or something along those lines. And then they tagged AEW. And then I saw um Ryan sat in put an eye emoji as well. He
4: imagine EC3 and MJF together. Like, imagine those two just being despicable arsehole heel tag team and just mm-hmm. rip it into people. Like, the wrestling would be a bit above average. Like, MJF's better in the ring than EC3, in my opinion. EC3 can put on decent matches with the right opponents, but on the mic, it would be fucking brutal.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, should we talk about NXT? Can't So, NXT started with... Uh, the, Pardon? Yeah, the Brozoites, the winners of the uh, Dusted Tag Team Classic. They did the usual nonsense thing of doing one wrestler's theme for 20
0: seconds and then changing They've got the Brozo-Mobile, whatever it's called. That thing's awesome.
3: Is it awesome, <laughs> though? Or is it so sort with of
4: ridiculous? I hated it. I, I thought it was funny. I think it leans into riddle's gimmick uh riddle's whole gimmick is i'm a stoner we're gonna make a lot of stoner jokes which <laughs> is fine as i said last week i'm starting to enjoy riddle a lot more yes my issue is riddle's getting that thing over so Moro then has to go and cram his i knew
0: jokes. it i knew Did this was commentary
4: coming. please dear god stop, stop
0: he's
4: on me. a man he's never gonna high. Sh- and all yeah. this other shit. I'm just like, it's never going to stop. Something's getting over that you're not involved in. Take a back <laughs> fucking seat and let the other people get over. You don't have to fucking ram it down people's throats. It just, it frustrates me so much. Yeah. Like, oh.
3: the, the only good thing about the car was the fact that it was Pete uh, the way Pete Dunn has just sat there fucking deadpan and Riddle was popping his tits off. That was the only good thing about Uh, that. That's turned into a
1: meme already. (laughs) Just just the zoom in on his face where he's just like, no.
4: The line, Bobby Fish said fish. Yeah. How much fish could Bobby Fish I just went, fuck's sake. And then then he's just dancing around the ring singing it. And then (laughs) Don starts the, we're going to smoke you. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as he says that, Full Sail latched on then. That was brilliant. Like, that opening segment was quite good. Yeah, it was uh, good. good. I night. enjoy Don being the deadpan straight <clears throat> man to yeah, I'm enjoying it. Riddle being the stoner comedy. I think that works. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing them having a longer run as, like, a tag team now. It
2: looks like that's what's um, going to happen. I, I mean, they're, they're
3: challenging
0: for the title of Portland, aren't they? Uh, yeah. But I that's thought only
4: two weeks gonna, away. I thought it was just going to be a vehicle to get them to feud with each other and Push them both off. So did I, but,
3: but I, I don't I, think so anymore.
4: I'll happily see them go for the next six months as a tag team and just sort of pop off each other the way they have been. And it gets done over massively. Um Dunn not really known for having a lot of charisma character about him. I like Pete Dunn, but he's not you wouldn't associate him with having a great character like he was the bruiser with he put his fists beside his mouth and carried a title in his mouth. Um, other than that, he just beat the fuck out of people. This has given him a lot more character and character development, working with Riddle, who is also benefiting greatly off it. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
3: absolutely agree.
1: Um, I don't think there was any fighting after this, was there? Because I know Undisputed Era was... Was there not <laughs> a big scrap? No, that I was, was that later Because oh, I know they went around away. looking for Champa, didn't they? I think yeah. there was segments throughout the night where they were looking for Champa. Uh, I think it was Bronson Which, Reed came up to them, and then he got super kicked by Roddy Strong, I think.
3: Yeah, so there was a few segments. Yeah. Do you
4: remember a couple of weeks ago on Raw, Kevin once was running around looking uh Seth and AOP. It was before Seth and AOP were, I don't know if you guys watched yeah, it, it um, four weeks before I watched Raw. And yeah, it reminded um, me of a Stone Cold, uh, like 1998 Stone Cold, fucking running around looking Vince or something. It was kind of good. This kind of ofraked the same of like that plus what Kiappa did last week, and I understand it's revenge, so they need to go around in a pack, but all I was thinking was Kiappa took four years out last week with a pack I mean he's a run around backstage looking I'm a piece with anyone else or fuck
3: but I, th- I think the, the reason that they were doing it with the Undisputed area is just to make people it, make sure people get that these are fucking four geeks they 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 asked a cameraman to come with them. Yeah. They picked on a load of smaller people. They when Bronston they got Reed to,
4: as well, didn't they? When mm. they got
3: to Bronston Reed, they all backed off, waited till he turned around, and then Roderick Strom tapped him on the shoulder and super kicked him when he wasn't ready for it. Everybody else, they just went straight up to, and all four of them tried to intimidate them. Whereas Bronston Reed, they wait, they they were all they all four of them acted friendly towards him, just asked him if they'd seen, he'd seen Tampa, and then said, oh, if you see him, just let, let him know we're looking for him, and acted act an all pally with him. Then when he turned his back, then Roderick Strong tapped him on the shoulder, got him to turn around again, and then super kicked him. It's, it's just them being the witless, spineless bastards that they are. Mm. Pac-Man talisman. I, I, I quite liked that, segment, <laughs> that, back, that backstage segment for Undisputed Era this week. On the head shaver. I think you've already talked about it. Yeah, oh, the head, the head shaver. Shaver, yeah. It, yeah, But why? Why are we seeing somebody get a haircut?
4: Yeah, why? Why is a random? I assume he was an extra, but I assume he's supposed to be like a backstage cameraman or something. Why? Why is there just three haircuts being handed out? Could he not go and sit <laughs> in catering or something?
0: It's perk of the job. Free haircuts, dental plan, and haircuts. Winner. Um, dental plan. <laughs>
1: They're all playing. Uh, Angel Garza had a match against uh, Swerve Scott.
0: Moist. I love
4: Swerve, but this match bored me.
0: I enjoyed it. It, it was, was quite it nice. It was pack.
4: okay. There was no point to it. Angel came out and was like, oh, I beat Rey Mysterio on Raw, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. There
1: this is some- interesting because last week you said without the Cruiserweights, NXT was terrible. Yeah, but we had another Cruiserweight match. There was
0: fair.
4: Devlin fucking Breeze, was classed.
0: What? I mean, it could have gone a little bit longer if I'm being honest. But other than that, I felt it was a perfectly decent match. Was Devlin?
3: What? Devlin? Was Devlin Breeze really class? Was Devlin Breeze better than this match? I I would suggest that this match was. I would suggest this match was much better than Devlin Breeze.
0: Okay. I like the start of the Devlin Breeze match. Well, I, I, that was interesting. but yeah, we'll That was
1: cookie-cutter cookie, cu- cookie cutter Finn Balor. I'm sorry. I'm I'm bringing it up because... Oh, here we go. You can't say he's not Finn Balor, he's not like pretending to be Finn Balor, and then they NXT purposefully do the same thing with both superstars one week to another. Would that I'm be because sorry. they're that trying to pair them up?
0: Worse that makes it even worse for Devlin. No, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't at all, because because if if we look at long term and the intention is to put them two together, then Devlin is watching what Finn Balor does and going, hmm, I should do that for the next match. So then he got, does that to Tyler Breeze. But he always comes out and
1: hates people comparing to him, and then so he goes. I mean, to, is
4: this just you in your hatred because he won't come on the podcast? No, the track, No, he's gonna no. have like a wee, a wee axe the ground over there, like.
0: No, he just really
1: there. annoyed me that he doesn't like it when people compare him to, to Finn Balor.
0: Yeah, he does the same start to a match that Finn Balor did last week. That's that's the bit that annoyed me, I think. Are you getting the world of kayfabe and real life sort of blended and mixed together here? Well, yeah. But you can't come out and say, no,
1: I'm completely a different person. Right, in character. The so, same Are we?
4: Just, just to be clear, going forward, is Finn Balor the only person that's allowed to do that? Is he the only one allowed to jump someone without you getting wired? No, up? but if, if you week, watch
1: how he next did week, it, if Angel Garza exactly does the it. same.
4: Okay, but if Angel Garza does it next week, are you going to call him a B-Tech Latino, Finn Balor?
2: <laughs> if you want well, we're t- going t-
4: with this? Just anybody that does a drop kick attack before a match is just B-Tech Balor? Or are you saying it because they're both Irish blokes?
0: no i'm saying essentially i don't people. want
4: to say it's racist but it's almost xenophobic.
0: <laughs> right i i i get what we've been trying to say but at the same time i i figured there is some long term there's a slight long-term element to it um,
1: moving on next yeah, segment move
0: on uh dominic dajkovic
1: um had a match against killian dane it was okay
3: <laughs> yeah i don't like killian dane as much as to,
1: to quote biggie
4: Big sweaty muscular man slapping
3: meat. Oh yes,
0: bumping <laughs> meat. I love that bumping meat reference. Oh, I you saw that clip as well. It's fucking excellent, Biggie. Oh, man. Big e and oh Goldberg. you boys
4: want your five star matches? I just want big sweaty muscly man slapping meat. I'm
0: like, oh fuck. <laughs> Goldberg and Biggie, fucking love it. <laughs> um, then we had Finn Balor
1: and. Johnny Gargano had a split screen kind of promo interview thing. Gargano yeah. won
0: that, I think, as well. I, I, I like, I like the. I want the. I want the real Finn Balor. If I get the one that on um, what is it? I get the one from Raw. I'll eat him alive or something like.
1: That. Yeah, he made reference to how he kept losing to Bobby Lashley on Raw or something. Yeah, um, I like
4: this style of promo, and I think NXT need to utilize it more. Like. Yeah. They don't have to be one in the ring called each other out and the other one come out. You can set it up with deliberate backstage, right? which is I- like a pre-taped fucking interview. It works. Both of them had really good lines, and I do think Gargano was got over more mm. than the two of them. Um, he obviously hit the lines about, I don't want fucking the one that lost the last day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then i got to drive it through your heart. And the only real line I can remember is Finn's end, which was like, I don't have a heart, Johnny, or whatever. Um, other than that, I, I thought it was a great
0: segue. I, I, I kind of want, I mean, I, I agree with your, your, um, what you're saying about having that sort of interview. I miss the, oh. um, almost like an interview with the two in the same room. I, I mean, it, it's not, it's not a ve- regularly done thing as in like, I don't know if in the ring behind, behind the desk and things like that.
3: Have an area set up backstage for
0: it. I think it would be great.
3: But but if, almost if like a UFC room,
0: star press conference or something.
3: If they're in the same room, WWE are not going to not have them scrap. And we see that That's far true. too fucking often. But you should they, at least they do that. Yeah, but they... Whilst Vince McMahon is still alive, you're <laughs> never not going to have him say, if there's two people in a room and they're in a feud, they must scrap. This, this is never not going to happen. So you need to wait for Vince to die. So give it 35 years until he dies when he's in his early 100s. Um, and maybe you can have a decent promo where two people are in the same room. But until then, this was the this was the the best way to do it. have them on a split screen, so it looks like they're there, but obviously they're clearly not. And you get probably the best Gargano promo since he's been in NXT.
4: Yeah, it was a great promo. Yeah. Um, so to answer, Jack has said he thinks Brock and Roman did it once. Dak sort of agreed. Um, that may have happened, but I think Brock is without being playing on a punt, He's like a completely different animal in his character. He's not necessarily always mad and looking to rip people to pieces. Most of the time, he's looking to defend or gain a title and doing it for the money. So with his character, he's not going to fight someone for free nine times out of ten. So you could put him in a room and sit there and be like, I'll get you when our match comes up. And that kind of suits his character. Whereas a lot of the other characters, it'll be, no, I'm going to fight you now because I'm all emotional.
0: Um, I'm, I'm... I'm- certain that there's a segment where where there's Heyman and Roman sitting in a room together, because uh, Heyman does like, bigs him up, like, you're the right place and I, I know you're the right guy <laughs> in the wrong place. I know right right guy, right place wrong time, or whatever it is. And I think that was, that was leading up to a WrestleMania match, I think, and then the whole Seth situation happened. But, um, yeah, uh, and, yeah. I th- it's a really good if, if it can be utilized properly, it's a really good, uh, really good method of doing it.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um Mercedes Martinez and Casey Catanzaro had a match. This is a squash match,
4: wasn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah not it a long time really happened.
3: It's to get Martinez over. They need to they need to try and keep her strong, but not put her in the title picture at I the moment think, because they've already got title matches.
4: I think they're building her to try and take Shayna's place as like that dominant badass. Yeah. Uh, and Mercedes can do that job. Uh Beth Phoenix called her Mercedes. And, uh, yeah he mispronounced the name and i went huh like <laughs> it was like a video promo thing beforehand yeah uh, i didn't really like that it was kind of like hey eh, i'm not interested as, so as do that see that a
1: lot on nxt though where it's someone that you haven't seen for a while they'll show like a build up this yeah. is what this person does and it's like well, yeah
4: man. i mean i suppose Dang. it's good for like more casual viewers than ourselves obviously we'd watch it every week and we know who these people are it's not like Mercedes Martinez is an unknown to any of us. But I suppose, for like, if I'm a casual viewer that doesn't really watch NXT, we're making drops in once a month or whatever, and that video's are at least I sort of get a rough idea of her character. Yeah. But it just wasn't for my taste. And as soon as I seen uh, Casey or Katie, whatever you call her, come out, I knew she was getting fucking. Oh, she was going to get destroyed, Jack. You, you <laughs> send out the wee fucking flippy flopper to face her right up there. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Um, then we've got the, the brawl that happened with Undisputed Era, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Um, I don't know if they started backstage and then fed out into the ring, no, so I, I can't really remember.
0: Tommaso attacked, didn't he?
3: Yeah, so the four, they, they, they ended up in the ring because they couldn't find him, didn't they? And then he came out and... No, as far oh, as I mean, remember. They, they were go into the ring and he came out to try and attack the four of them on the way to the ring, that was it.
0: Well, no, yo, yeah, they were still backstage, they were walking out, and then Champer appeared and had hit, hit one from mine because they were a bit spaced out rather than right close together and was just, just wailing on them one by one. And then, if yeah. I remember correctly, they they sort of spilled out in towards the ring and then Dunn and Riddle came down yeah. and got involved. And then Riddle was like, you want to have a fight? You have a fight? Or something along that the way. War
2: games! War
4: games! I've got <laughs> a funny. comment. Go on then. I, I don't think people are gonna agree with me. If it's
0: anything bad to say about William Regal, I will fight you.
4: No, 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 no. Good. It's bad about this week's episode of NXT in particular. Do you not think they rammed Undisputed air down your throat? Like the Undisputed R must have had about four segments and a two hour show this week. It reeked of like the old authority from Raw when you had to have the authority in every two or three segments. This for me, the best weeks of NXT here when they jump from storyline to storyline to storyline. Obviously, they've meshed a couple of different storylines together because UE, but I feel like I saw too much UE on this card, and for a weekly TV show, <coughs> you just have to see the same act out three or four times a night.
0: It's weird. I'm not. I'm not getting that vibe at the minute, and I'm mainly probably because because well,
4: is it because you like UE? It,
0: yes. Honestly, no, no, take, no, no. Yes, it is. If you take is. a step
4: back and think about it, because like, that's what I was thinking watching this. Is like I like UE. I like Adam Cole. I like. Those boys, yeah. but when you take a step back, you go, "If that was Roman and Seth, I'd be fucking livid at how this card was made." It's it's uh, why partly the, fuck me, facing them all the time?
0: It's partly because I look at with rose tinted glasses because because of how much I enjoy NXT as a product. I go, "Oh, it's fine, it's okay." And I th- that thought doesn't even, that thought hasn't crossed my mind until now. I hope you haven't done the whole Mariano <laughs> <Alloy> commentary <laughs> moment. You fuck, because if you have. That's going to be bad news, but yeah, um, it's it's not something I've really sort of come across so far. But it's probably going to be now. So cheers. Well,
4: it's not most weeks. Like this is the first real week I've sat back and went. I have seen too much of UE NXT have a deep roster. I don't need to see that much UE. And this week it felt like every other segment was UE.
3: I think the the problem is that UE still have most of the titles. And they brought back Velveteen Dream at the same time. So they had, they had to be in, or to, to, to get all of the stuff, bear in mind, they've got to take, take over in two weeks. So they've got to build a title match for Cole. They've got to continue the build for that. You've got a title match for Fish and um, O'Reilly. You've got to continue the build for that. It looks like they're going to do Velveteen Dream versus Strong at it, possibly. Um, so you've got to have sort of like a build for that as well and you've then combined Champa and Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn. so you've got to shoehorn that in as well It'll, that one feels a bit forced but you've got to have a, I could have understood three three segments with Undisputed Era if they were building to those three separate things but to then like have all the ones where they're cramming all the all the things together it does feel like a little bit oversaturation
1: I think as well, if you think back to like Attitude Era, they used to do that a lot, didn't they? It used to be a lot yeah, of the certain main character you like you mentioned still backstage.
3: Stuff. On the fucking roster. They had They had a rumble where they had to put Mick Foley in it three times because they didn't have enough they didn't have thirty wrestlers on the card. <laughs> I suppose, but it's, it's, like it's, it's not like that anymore. They've got no like, ninety seven people on their roster.
1: They have so many people coming through the PC as well. Like Bronson Reed, you know, we haven't seen him wrestle for a good month or so. Um, Cameron Grimes hasn't around for a either, is he? Cameron Grimes, last time I think we saw him was in the... weeks ago. Was he in the number one contender match for the Cruiserweights, yeah,
2: yeah, the, no, 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 I think? He's, he's yeah,
3: yeah no, though. it wasn't the Cruiserweights, it was it's the, the North, North, American. North American title. He's in the key him, yeah. Keith, yeah, 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 yeah. and Priest.
0: Well then okay, I mean you look at Killian Dane, when was he last on apart from this week?
3: Uh, when he lost to Priest after war games, so like months ago. Like I mean he's been in No, he's just not a prominent pro- honestly, he's fucking awful on NXT. Like he doesn't he doesn't suit the style of NXT at all. He's not had a good match. In a long time, as far as I'm concerned,
0: I disagree. Yes, I think he's been fine. I've got—I mean, sure, he hasn't really been standout. but but you can't say he's not had a good match.
3: Okay, name a good match that he's had on NXT TV.
0: Well, I mean, I can't. That's the—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that he's been—you know—out as well. He's been—if you—if you put it this way, it's average to good to average, in a sense. It's—it's not been like standout. But but at he, the same time, he's not been like underwhelming. I wouldn't say.
3: I, I would say he's under. I would say he's consistently in the poorest match of the week when he's on weekly TV on the next day.
0: Was was he that this week?
3: It's between his well. I I've got different opinions to the rest of you on Tyler. No, Boone. no,
0: I get that. I get that. I mean, I I just think he needs to be in something again. Uh, not 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 necessarily not necessarily in like a title push or as uh, a solo. I mean, may, may, maybe maybe like him a tag. and Bronson
4: Reed together, big PD men tag team.
0: Uh,
3: well, AOP. Honestly, the best thing for Killian Dane, fuck off to NXT UK. So I don't have to watch. No, it. Pick up a page they won't out. do that ever. They're not going
4: to split him and Nicky across fucking partners. Uh, like, yeah,
1: they're not going to do that.
3: Well, when was the last time Nikki was on TV?
1: Yeah, but Wait, Nikki crossed last week. When? If you watch the if you watch the video, there's a video from the BT Sport launch, and yes, Stephanie made a comment saying she's ours now. She lives in America. Kind of, we're not. You're not going to have her back because she is. She must be doing well elsewhere than just on TV. She does. That's she does a lot of the
0: anti-bullying campaigns and things. Yeah. So they'll keep her over
1: that. And they won't split like like Toaster says. They're not going to split up them two because obviously they're. In, I think are they married are now? They yes. I think they uh, are married. Uh, I
4: think they got married. I think they are um, married. I think they're they
1: married heard. recently. So, um, I know we touched on it earlier. Jordan Devlin, Tyler Breeze. Um, apart from the opening, which I've
0: already spoken about, I really enjoyed the match. Tyler got his shit in, which I which <clears> I was <throat> happy to see. Any chance to get T Tyler to do to, to have a good uh, have a good match? I'm fine with. Devlin was fine again. I've got I've got I can't. See, it was a perfectly fine match. Really enjoyed myself.
4: If I had one thing to nitpick about the match, um, I think Devlin gave Breeze too much. Like this is the first time we've seen Devlin since he won the title. Taylor hasn't really been involved in any major. Angles hasn't really been like elevated to be anything on NXT and he gave him a lot. Now, I understand there's probably a lot of respect between them. Pel is a veteran in WWE now. But I just feel like Devlin should have been more vicious in finishing him off
0: quicker. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think may, may, maybe a time constraint, uh, maybe sort of like, well, look, you've got 15 minutes now instead of five. Because it wasn't a short match by any stretch, was it? It, wasn't, no, it was a good 10 know. minutes.
2: I,
3: I think that the three of you have your opinions on Tyler Breeze coloured by the fact that you enjoyed either his run in NXT before he went to the main roster, or you enjoyed the Fashion Files. I think if no. you look at the match separately without any nostalgia for liking Tyler Breeze, I think he was sloppy. I think he was poor in most of, the, most of what he was doing. And I just think that he realistically shouldn't be fighting anybody who is of that age i don't i think he needs to either go back to the main roster or basically be a jobber because i think he was sloppy in his offense i think he was poor in his selling for devlin and i just i i don't think he's I don't think he's in the right position. I don't. I don't like him there. Tyler. Maybe tie, team him up with Fandango again and have them as a tag team and job them out or whatever. Just I, I don't. I don't think, I don't think Tyler
0: Fandango's injured.
3: Isn't he? Is he yeah. injured again?
0: I think he is. Yeah. I Just, I, I find it bizarre. I. I don't know. Really know how you come. Uh, how you came to that conclusion? Honestly, I, I, I mean, look again.
3: It's I. I it's nothing to
0: do with fashion files, not even anything to do with his previous run. I barely watched Tyler Breeze NXT stuff because that was sort of just as I was starting to get into NXT. I'm really sorry. I know I must be distracting seeing this thing fucking hanging out my nose. But um, anyway, uh, just, just just seeing him back in a ring and he's, he's a fucking good wrestler. I've got no. I can't see how you'd say that he was sloppy. I, I thought it was a perfectly fine match.
3: I didn't enjoy the match at all and it was mostly to do with. It wasn't anything to do with Jordan Devlin. It was all spots that Breeze was in.
1: The thing with Tyler Breeze is he's in that position now where he's the veteran of NXT and he will be there to put people over. Jordan Jordan Devlin isn't going to be known by the casuals. Therefore, if you put him in the ring with Tyler Breeze,
3: people will go, oh. Tyler Breeze isn't good enough at selling to be that man. He either needs to be squashed as as a name who somebody squashes or he needs to not be in that position because he's not good enough for it.
4: Okay.
3: It's just my opinion. No,
4: no, that, that's, fine. Well, that's fair. that's uh, fair, I get it. Yeah. What was the next
3: one? Uh,
1: the showdown. So Charlotte was confronted on Raw by yeah. Rhea Ripley this yeah, week. So Rhea came oh, out
4: I'm renaming this the Bianca Belair segment because she stole the fucking Oh shirt.
1: my god, the just reaction. her
4: brilliant. segment. Like, there's not. She
1: pulled a reaction oh. when, um, oh. when she when when Charlotte did the hand <laughs> to her face, and she did the eyes. And she just looked like like I know her and Montez Ford are, are married, and she did yeah. literally the same face that Montez Ford would make.
0: She was like. What are you doing? It was like two She's minutes like, of oh my god, I can't believe she did this, and just sort of pacing up and down the ring, and she was like crouching up and
1: down, like getting all humped, like hung up on everything. It was brilliant, but yeah. yeah. So-
3: but like, even even yeah. to the point where when she was talking about Rhea Ripley, she made sure her back was to Rhea and she yeah. was staring at Charlotte, just like everything about the way she handled that promo was fucking brilliant. I, I
4: mean, I, I, I hit was... the floor with uh, "You don't even go here." Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. You <laughs> go here. floor. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, it's such a simple line, but it took me completely out." I
0: yeah. I wasn't that big on Bianca Belair. That's not nothing it personal. Just <laughs> I never really was <laughs> like I didn't really sort of give a toss but recently pretty much since the rumble i'd say i mean i know it's only been a couple of weeks but since the rumble it's really so. my opinion on her is just through the roof she's fantastic
3: yeah it's she's rough. definitely been getting better i think she wasn't she wasn't flattered by the war games stuff but pre-war games on NXT, she was doing pretty well, and then obviously, like I say, war games ruined all the storylines in the women's division, and they had to rebuild. But now that now that we've separated out all the women again, she's come to the forefront, and yeah, I think um, I, I I think she'll probably end up on either Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> Maybe she just, she feels like the kind of character who would work well on either Raw or SmackDown to kind of freshen up those divisions that are getting really stale.
4: If she goes up, she goes to the raw because that's
1: where Montez is. And yeah. They're married, so. Yeah. But the because it was supposed to be a Bianca <coughs> Belair, Rhea Ripley kind of segment, but we knew Charlotte would may have may turn up. I think it was already said that she was going to turn up on NXT after what happened on Monday. They
3: yeah, advertised her to the Yeah. It was um, supposed to be Charlotte and Rhea the segment. So Charlotte was calling out Rhea and Belair <coughs> came out because. No, but
1: Belair came to the ring first.
3: Yeah, but Charlotte came into the ring first.
2: Yeah, Charlotte
3: started like started saying how Rhea was getting way ahead of herself by calling uh, calling Charlotte out for the, the rumble. How dare she? It's up to Charlotte who she chooses. And Belair was then came out and said she was pissed up. No, no, no
1: no no no, 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 Bianca Belair came out first. No, Charlotte out, came out. No, 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 she didn't. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. I remember it because Bianca Belair came out first yeah. and then she oh, called yeah, out yeah, Mia Ripley and I said... Got "Um, out
3: of the car, didn't she? Pardon? Charlotte got out of the car and then Belair came to the ring before Charlotte could come down to the ring. So they showed Charlotte getting out of the car. I didn't the see the lot. Charlotte
1: getting out of the car.
4: Charlotte got out of the car and they went to a break or whatever. And then, yeah. yeah.
1: And there and you then you go. That's that's a break. A break. Oh, but yeah, because <laughs> I remember the... Cause she said something like, uh Rhea Ripley's Rhea Ripley's looking past Portland to focus on Charlotte instead of she should be focusing on me. Cause I'm going to take the title off her effectively.
4: So uh, I like that, but the whole thing Rhea's been saying is I'm going to try my hardest. So Rhea's trying her best to stay face by not looking past. Uh but this segment was class and Bianca Belair was standout of it all. Yeah.
0: What you guys think of the ending of that? Where yeah, Air and Rhea attack Charlotte afterwards.
4: It's building It seemed up, a bit weird to me. eventually doing that. trips NXT, attacking the main roster, I would say, the Survivor Series. I
0: mean, that's, <laughs> a, that's that's a long-term build, that, isn't it?
4: It is, but we are NXT. It's going to build to it, and it's going to be... The reason I think they're building to it is it's going to pop um, NXT's ratings. And as much as WWE can say they're not concerned, they have to be concerned. They are. AEW are beating them like, it's why Charlotte came down this week to try and pop it away, but I don't think it helped that much. It was um, it this week:
0: aw nine two eight, NXT seven seventy.
4: Yeah, so I, I think Vince has to be looking at those numbers, and whether like everyone can say they're not worried and they're happy on TV, they have to be looking at that. Going, that's one of our products getting beat by off-brand WWE, as they'll say it. So I think it's going to lead to trips, fucking. NXT attacking a couple of the main roster people, probably building up after Mania, I would assume, when they need like a big angle. Um, and then they'll do it across the three brands again and try and pop some
1: of the ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. Um, we finished with the Undisputed Era having their match. Um, so I think it was uh, Adam Cole, Riley, Fish sure. against Tomasa Champa, Riddle, and Dunn. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Roderick Strong was outside of the ring, but the match didn't start properly because there was a brawl again. Yeah. Um the ma when the match finally got underway, um, it was just a hundred miles an hour. It just I can't remember what happened because so much happened so quickly, I think.
3: It was all very fast paced, wasn't it? It was just kind of there was there was no breaks in it, there was no kind of slowing down you don't get any the the shitty main roster 15-minute headlock segments it was just fast-paced keep it going and eventually when undisputed era looked like they were they weren't able to to overcome the, it, it it looked like it was kind of getting towards being a stalemate nobody could see who won so strong got involved and kind of yeah. the dq didn't
1: you yeah and then they yeah so it was it ended up being a undisputed era loss because of the dq we then had the kind of spray paint X on Champers back, uh, kind of a callback from last week where he put the, the X on the table. We had Cole giving it X marks the spot again, just calling back to it. And then the lights went out and then the kind of the circles from last week, um, which was a Velveteen dream. I think we all, we speculated it could have been Atlas, but...
4: I'll give, you, I'll give you props. I think it was just you that pro- uh, speculated last week it was going to be Dream. I think we had a couple of other people. Yeah. Obviously, we can't go back and check. But I think you said it was going to be Dream because of the three circles. I I can't remember. I think I meant to said someone else. I don't know. I like, I thought Atlas. um, But it made sense to bring Dream out. This segment was sloppy as fuck. Um, it made Undisputed Hour look shit. Um, Dream looked sloppy as... I, I was going to keep saying it we were stood badass. on the
2: top
1: rope for ages as well it was that and just... then the
4: smirk and then when he was pushing people and they were having to throw themselves it just did not look like, like dream's not the guy you get to go beat up four men especially if it's the four men that have been dominating your brand for the last six to 12 months mm. you do not have velveteen dream come back and beat up all four of them and it just looked shit
1: and then he revealed his pants. And he revealed his <laughs> pants,
4: had Roddy's wife and yeah, daughter call, on it. Call and me when up. he had to call me in the back, and maybe this is me just being a big AEW marker, like I can think of is Sammy Guevara has been doing that gimmick for the last two months. Uh, yeah, but has been doing it for years. years. Well, so there you go. That's fine. I didn't. I mean, yeah, so uh,
3: he had call me up Vince on his pants. I yeah, believe. Yeah, but there's a had...
4: difference between call me up Vince and putting a woman's <sighs> name and call me because that's what.
3: Omar, Wait, it, was call, it, it was call me up, not call me. It was call me up, and then her name. So it was literally it was
4: call it, me and her name.
3: It was call me up and her name. Go and Google it, right? It's on it. Go and Google it. Go on, Chris. Call, call me, me up. up. <laughs> What's it, Maria?
1: not <laughs> Yeah, Maria. Yeah. No.
3: Um, and it it's literally the same pants, just with a different photo.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. Call me up.
1: Um so I think Portland is next week. So it's either next weekend. week or the
3: week after. Yeah. I can't it, I think it's yeah probably uh, Sunday next week over Portland. It's probably on the yeah next week. Uh
1: February 16th. Yeah, next next Sunday.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so next week we'll be doing predictions for NXT. Um for that event um so make sure you check out next week's pod so you can see who we've who we've got for that and the the card um should we get into AEW while uh while Chris is trying to find it um so AEW this week had quite a it was really odd when i watched it this week because it seemed like there was a lot of stuff it, they booked a lot of matches that had already been advertised and a lot of the ones that were advertised happened within the first hour. And I was like, surely, like when I was watching, surely there's not going to be an hour of MJF whipping Cody. This is a bit weird. Um, but it turns out they decided to put lots of were.
4: They were, they were always going to build it up to the Cody thingy segment. It was always going to be like a half-hour build um, for that segment. They, they've been advertising their matches ahead of time. I think in order to try and draw ratings, people are saying what matches are available. Well, again. they've already like,
1: announced the next three weeks at least. Like a couple they... of matches
4: on the next three weeks, but not all of them. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So I that's think what I meant. it's a strategy that's working for them. Is that obviously it's not the only reason they're they're winning, but the fans being able to go, oh, that sounds like a great match. I'll I'd love to see that. Because next um, week
1: is, um, I know. probably talk about this at the end because it kind of spoils some of the stuff from what we're going to talk about um so the first the the first thing of the night was uh they did a promo package from last week with john moxley um and and chris jericho this week it starts with um john moxley versus ortiz um with uh santana at ringside um
3: what what do you think was I i thought it was all right can, can uh, the the first comment I want to make is can we sack Jr. and just have Chris Jericho on commentary? Because <laughs> Chris Jericho's commentary is fucking incredible. Like I I I listened to commentary on AEW for the first time in weeks because I accidentally started with the sound on and Chris Jericho just was popping me all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I was I, I, just about
4: to apologize I've pulled up NXT to check I, as well. I, I, Sorry.
3: i don't like um chris jericho that much but i thought he was fantastic on commentary this week
1: he always is though i think anytime that he's on commentary and being a heel um he 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 does put over the story very well and kind of mixes in the the commentary with it which really works nice. um i think this this match is you're not expecting it to be a will beater because it's Ortiz and, and Moxley, you, are, you were expecting a bit of Santana interruptions at some point. Uh, there wasn't really anything that really happened until after the match. Yeah. Um, so Moxley defeated him. And then uh, Moxley got his car, the car keys from the, the Ford GT that he stole, stole off Jericho. Um, I genuinely thought he was going to throw them into the crowd. I was like, what are you doing? And then I kind of thought, oh, yeah that makes sense he's now going to jab it into Santana's eye yeah. um, although Jericho and the rest and I think it was Guevara and, and Jake Hager took a long time to get to the ring. Well, I'm sure they yeah. would have noticed what was going on like
3: Jericho was was shouting get to the ring and <laughs> three hours two, later the other cl- the other two clearly either weren't listening to him or <laughs> realized that they were going to get to the ring too soon so they had to slow down. But I I don't think that took away from it because the 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 fact of Jericho going how can you do this to somebody like you you're mm. gonna affect the, this this man's career and how you, how can you like take away his livelihood? Oh, it's the
0: hypocrisy. Jericho is fantastic.
3: Yeah, it it is. It's absolutely brilliant. Like as much as I've said in the past, I don't like I don't like him or I don't like him as much as other people. I think this week that that commentary was just perfect for the entire thing.
1: Mm. Um so the match after that was SCU and Best Friends. Um I I think at the moment um Best Friends are probably one of my favourite tag teams. And that's without Orange Castle. i is that because start. of Orange Castle? No, before you even start, before you even start, I <laughs> was focused heavily this week on just watching the match.
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: I, the knew I knew
0: you'd both bring it up, you know.
4: Um, what are you bringing up I don't understand what about Orange
0: Cassidy I don't think Matt likes him very much
1: no it's because I said that best friends are probably one of my favourite tag teams in AEW at the moment and I was, I was waiting for someone to say oh is it because of Orange Cassidy I mean, But I didn't say it like that but you know no but he, I knew it was coming the third um, line
0: for you one
1: but, yeah, I, I really like them. I think Trent is brilliant. Um, I know we've said in the past that they're probably going to push him to be a singles run. I don't yeah. think they need to do that yet. I think best friends should go for the title um, at some point. I know.
3: Um, I, think I think you're it's fucking high as fuck, mate. Absolutely what? high as fuck. The best friends cost themselves this match because they're too busy trying to take each other in the arsehole rather than wrestle. If they weren't too busy trying to Ooh. have a reach-around fucking grope of each other's arse, they'd have won this match. But no. You've got to be on the floor. That's the deal. whole point. Let's have a... we well, fuck off. Wrestle or fuck off.
4: <laughs> I, so, I'll, I'll just say it. Orange Cassidy stole this match segment. See, uh, there's a spot where they're all on the outside. I can't remember yeah. how to get there. <laughs> yeah. And he walks over and lies down. I was like, this is fantastic. And I know Matt... Apparently doesn't like it and is freaking out about it. Uh, Trent and Chuck are both great wrestlers. Trent was going to be pushed in New Japan, um, but then they left. Chuck. Chuck is a good technical wrestler, but not as good as Trent. And he's a good mm. tactical wrestler.
0: Yeah.
1: But the uh, the match was won by SEU, which I think means because they won this match, they get that match. Is it next week? Um, For the
3: tag titles?
0: I mean, SCU have been labelled as, what is it, they're the highest-ranking team at the moment, aren't they?
3: they, No, they have an automatic rematch clause. That's why they're getting a title match. They've got automatic rematches in AEW. They were we're saying that on commentary constantly.
1: Were they? I wasn't really paying attention. Um, Then the end of the match was um, a beatdown from the Dark Order on all... Of the people involved, apart from oh. Orange Cassidy, was outside the ring. <laughs> the um, Orange Cassidy
4: Dark Order stuff is bad. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's the uh, here have
1: the have the have the um, the hood or the mask, and he just puts his hands out up and then into his pockets, and then just gets destroyed. Um, it seems interesting that Daniels comes to make the save, but they don't attack Daniels. I know they bigged it up on commentary that. He's gonna be the one who they're trying to get at. They're the one that they want to recruit next. I kind of have a little. I know we've talked about I it briefly. It or someone's mentioned it a couple of times as well. That um, yeah, probably is toast. That he's the exalted one.
3: Yep, yeah, and toast.
0: that's why they didn't attack him. They didn't even okay. say it on. They said it on commentary.
4: Like they've said, they're gonna destroy his friends and family till he joins. He would be a perfect person to put as the exalted one. Obviously, there was gonna be Marty, and then there was talks it was gonna be Matt Hardy. If they want to use it in house, Daniels is perfect for it. He's overly liked, he's good promo and he would stay away from the ring. Obviously, if he ends up with a minion or a gang of minions that do his work, he doesn't need to be in the ring. And it also lets Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian go be a full time tag team and not linked TD for a while. Do you know what I mean? So it kinda works. The one thing in this sh- this match segment I noticed was JR was trying his hardest to get Frankie Kazarian over. Um, I they just kept mentioning how Kazarian's the killer Kowalski he was trained by and that he's the hardest-working, underrated all this bullshit. Uh, it was real forcing it, and I think it came into play by what happens at the very end. Uh, without jumping ahead, there's a, an attack that happens, and it's rumored that it's going to be Kazarian that did it. Um and it's gonna build the Kazarian having a match against the person he attacked before revolution.
1: Yeah, I did see that uh, reported on Twitter. Um, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Um we then had the uh the female match, the Yuka Zakazaki and Dr. Britt Baker. Um I switched off. Um, and that's really, I know that sounds really negative, negative. it's like, oh no, it's moving just like women's wrestling. No, that's not the not the case. I'm just I can't. I, someone else tweeted this, and I, I can't remember who it was, and it just said, "Is Britt Baker just not anyone's cup of tea? because that they're not mine?" And I kind of agree because I'm. I mean, not, don't get me wrong. She probably can be a great heel. She can wrestle. She's very good at it. But I am bored of her
0: already. So, hello. I thought our opponent was crap. To be honest,
3: whoever she—I don't know who she is. This is the thing. So there's loads of people on Twitter were going, "Oh, Yuka Sakazaki's coming back, and she's the the best baby face in the universe, and she's the most she was shy, the most most in this match like oh yeah, she the, was sloppy, the most baby face of baby face women in the world, and she's gonna really change the <laughs> AEW women's division, and she should have won the title not Rio, and then she had this match, and she was sloppy and just sure. didn't didn't create any sort of emotion at
2: all."
4: The waves that wank over Joshi Wrestling um, all think that her and Rio are the greatest things in sliced Bread. I think they both need a couple of years before they're ready to be considered main event of any women's division. Um, this match, I thought it was okay. The Britt Baker thing, the reason she's turning Hayden Smoothman is that exact reaction you had. So Kenny <laughs> Omega has apparently taken a creative, creative Leadership control. or creative control of this storyline, and it was his decision to turn Britt
1: heel. I don't mind um, her turning heel, I just think the some so of the stuff that she's done has not been executed very well.
4: But this is exactly why, like, because she wasn't getting over as a face, obviously, they pushed they were pushing her as one of the top faces, um, and the fans were just bored of her. She was essentially Adam Cole's girlfriend, lol shock face i'm remember. a
1: dentist
4: so they've turned their heel now and um, the starbucks lines and the lines of jr were both uh heavily influenced by tony khan who has taken like a larger influence i think mm. the starbucks line was class and if you watch this week's being the elite they're kind of working it into that as well now and taking the piss but with brick baker she's not getting over as a baby face because they shoved her too hard they're not turning her her in-ring work is average it she needs the right opponent um I don't think she's had the right opponent I don't know who the right opponent is for her I haven't got like an answer it'll be like it'll probably be Statlander this
2: person. Yeah, the,
3: the, the problem is they don't have uh an Uber baby face in the women's division at the moment they've not managed to build a proper the got to that is Statlander yet. yeah Statlander mm. will be the
4: baby face they end up building. is she really a
3: sympathetic baby face if she's an alien if she's getting the shit, I I mean, a
4: shit. She's getting Orange Cassidy esque reactions from the fans with their alien gimmicks. Uh, yeah, I, the baby like,
3: face. She's definitely a face, don't get me wrong, but I don't think she's that sympathetic baby face that everybody wants to love. I think she's that character that everybody's enjoying. And I, don't, I think the way Britt Baker is at the moment, you need that sympathetic, you know. Uber baby face that everybody like a Rey Mysterio that everybody wanted to really get behind, even Which though is doing why she beat
4: back. up the tiny teenage looking Japanese woman? Yeah, but
3: she's beat a, t- up a tiny <laughs> teenage Japanese woman that nobody gives a fuck about because we haven't seen her since she fought in Fight Fest six months ago.
0: Okay, Kylie Ray, who obviously isn't there anymore,
3: but she would well, be ideal for that. I've, I've said a million times about the the, the AEW division is. They're too—they're too quickly trying to get to things. They need to do some building of characters that we don't know about. So Emi Sakur is a, a fine example of somebody who they've thrust in against the the big heel before we've got any sympathy for. If they created a character that we quite enjoy, we've seen her we, we see a wrestle a couple of times. She looks pretty good, but Nyla Rose keeps trying to murder her, and she gets a bit of sympathy behind it, and then she goes against Britt Baker and she steals that win. And you've, you've then got a little bit of something, a reason to get behind Emi Sakura, but no, they've just poked her out of thin air, shoved her on her first um, AEW show, and had a, had a fight against Britt Baker. You've
4: junior the girl's name twice. Um, Emi Sakura <laughs> yes, yes, is but. the one that comes down acting like uh, Prince. Oh, Prince, Prince like, fucking right. Freddie
3: Mercury. Um, What's her name?
4: I don't know. But, but Yuka, that Sakazaki.
3: Yuka, Yuka Sakazaki. Yuka that Sakazaki, that's it, sorry. Um,
4: I just wanted to point that out. Obviously, yeah. it's because you don't... No, the they're not exposed. Because, on
3: um, yeah, because week. I've seen them both twice. Yeah.
4: But However, they completely junior that. Yeah, yeah, matches.
0: okay. <laughs> the, pro- <laughs> um, the problem you have with that is that you'll be left with matches that are going to be essentially piss breaks or going to be ones where, the like, as Ruthen said a minute ago, you know, be tuned out to or, or, or whatever. They're, they're, you wouldn't be invested in any of that. And it, 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 it takes time <sighs> to do that, but it's a double-edged sword. So you have to allow time for stories to build, yeah. But if you do, but if the wrestlers or the fans or whoever's aren't going to aren't going to give them the time to do it, what's the fucking point? So,
4: like the thing with the women's division is this: company is I want to say it's been on TV four or five months. Yeah, about that. Yeah, um they Probably need like it is going to take them longer to build the women's division. Their tag division was kind of there because they had a couple of tag teams of people. Now they got Pmp They had. Lucha Bros, they had Young Bucks, people knew of them. Their women's division, there's a lot of wrestlers in there you won't have known of, they're either Joshi wrestlers that only the most extreme smarts would have known of, I wouldn't have known of half of them beforehand. Um, And then it's just, they're going to take time and they're going to throw stuff like this on your TV, they're going to put that woman on, she wasn't available because of other bookings, I think she had signed like a five match deal. But she had a lot of stardom or whatever the other Japanese women's wrestling company is. Uh know. one of them. Anyway, she had a lot of those, so they've only just got her back. They put her against Brit. Maybe it was too early for a feud builder, I think, for this match. It made sense. Like she got a win, which puts her on the ladder or whatever, fucking top fucking ten Power top rank.
2: wrestlers.
4: Yeah, that thing. Um it puts her on that and Brit got her heat back by knocking the girl's tooth out at some point. <laughs> um. So it wasn't great, but both women come out of it a little bit better than what they went in. Britt obviously didn't need the win being a heel, and I think the heel
1: stuff saved the segment. To be honest, at the end, the match wasn't great. Like I, I could, I kind of agree with Matt. Um, actually. I did.
4: You said you turned it off.
1: No, I didn't. I said I tuned out, as in I wasn't, I had it on, but I wasn't really paying attention.
4: As in you weren't paying any attention, but you agree with Matt, it was a horrible match when you weren't paying attention? No. Here's Jeff.
0: Right. What was the next segment? Uh, Honestly, I I think the women's division there needs a big name. It does, but whether they can get it, I don't know. But it needs to be. The thing is that I think the the thing thing
4: that they they could get would be Tessa. And She's having issues at the minute, and still contracted the impact. So there's no one they can get unless WWE release someone.
1: The I thing is, their their biggest downfall is the fact that they're getting people, the the Joshi wrestlers, or B Priestley, who's not going to be there every week because she's in stardom. I know, I know, Matt's going to say B Priest is rubbish, and I know she's not the greatest of wrestlers, but she's a, a name that people know but she's not there every week because she's living in Japan.
4: So, do you think people know her name over Britt Baker? Because I think they're both about the same level of wrestler. Only Brit doesn't drop people on their neck
0: every week.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jack in the chat going, Tessa versus Lacey Evans and the personal issues on a pole match.
1: I'm just trying to ignore the fact of what you just put in the chat, mate. Oh,
0: I'll, I'll tell you. I, I, I put the... You, you only like be pretty because she's... Um, I, did, she's I didn't on say
1: team. that. I liked her. I just said that she's yeah. not on t. Is, no, big
4: is she a bigger name than Brit Baker? Probably
1: not. Probably about the same. <laughs> okay. Because
4: I'm you've so just Britt mentioned the big name they could bring in. I don't think Britt Baker... I didn't say him. a big name
1: that they could bring in. She did! I did not. I said the way they're falling down is because they haven't... Got people who are there regularly. I said that they're, they're, they're picking the Joshi the wrestlers know. or Br- P- B Priestley who live in Japan. That's what I said. I didn't say anything about say big names. People know
3: that was a As separate point in. that he made two minutes before. Okay, I'm with Mooney here. When he, when he I, I understood what he meant anyway when he brought up B Priestley. Thank up. you. And I know you criticize me because I call constantly a it making
1: me on the ropes post. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like they, there is nobody, there's no big name they can bring in because most of the good wrestlers that would improve the division have signed contracts in the last 12 months in (laughs) WWE or Tessa Blanchard. I don't know how long has left on her TNA contract, but other than that, there's no. Big name that's definitely good. Mercedes Martinez would have been perfect for that division, and I don't know why they didn't sign her when she's had when she had appearances.
4: She always wanted WWE. She had her eyes yeah. set to sign him with uh New York and she was never gonna sign with A when she had a chance to get into WWE.
3: Right, okay.
1: Would you, would you say Catinara, there you go. Big yeah. name. Would you say then, if we talk about names, would Jordan Grace be a big name? No, if she would come in
2: or not? No, I, I've I never, never heard of her
0: until it. until.
3: Um...
4: Yeah, I, I was literally going to say that uh, only people that watch Impact will know of her. I know Wolfie knows of her, and I've seen a few of her matches and stuff. Jordan Grace will would be fantastic, but as I said, I think her features link to where Jonathan Gresson goes. Yeah, she's engaged yeah, yeah. slash married to him. I think the two of them will go to the same promotion, whether it be ROH or they both go to WWE or whatever. And mm. uh, she's not a big name. She's known because she's mates with Blanchard and the two of them are doing well on Impact at the minute. Because she was in that be...
1: kind of faction, wasn't she? I think yeah, she was like so a tag title holder I think. When her, and, her and
4: Blanchard were like really good mates and good on screen, but they wouldn't be big names. I don't think... so. A big name would boost part of the, ro- the female roster and be like, oh, they've got her. I think what they need to keep doing is working with some of the females they've got to help them get better or do better things, and also what they seem to be doing anyway, scouting in these, what they need to be doing is getting the next people that WWE are looking at as well, not just poaching because WWE are looking at them, but the next level of female talent out there who are good enough to go on to a main stage if they're a bit developed, and they need to be sort of coaxing those guys in before WWE get them. Um, and yeah. WWE's female roster is stacked. Uh, they went and got like the next line of people. They got was like Indy Hartwell and Shotzi Blackheart. They're both doing well on the Indies. WWE have snapped them up, and I think that's that's the problem at the minute is that WWE are stacking performers, um, and yep. they are. They've got like a hundred odd people in the performance center. And this week's NXT was an example. I mean, what fifty percent of their time was UE. Um, there's yeah. people not getting on, so they need to be going out, and they are doing it. Like Statlander's a good example of someone they've pinched before WWE got them. And um, they need to be going out and looking for people who are busting their arse doing well. And
0: but WWE are holding everything in a minute, aren't they? Yeah,
4: they That's are. That's going
3: to backfire eventually. Backfire
4: happen. because you will see a lot of people handing notices in and asking to leave, and
3: and not not resigning it like they might have three-year deals now but if they don't get any tv time for three years they're at the end of that three-year deal do you think they're going to say all oh, right fine yeah i'll 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 take the same deal again where i'm on what is it 40 fifty thousand pounds to stay in the performance center or this sim- similar money to go to AEW and actually have a chance of getting a t getting on tv
0: mm.
1: yeah um the Elite had a match against Butcher, Blade and Lucha Bros um, So this came from last week where um, there was issues with the Butcher and the Blade um, I think they were paid, weren't they to take out the Young Bucks last week by MJF um, and then yeah. they
3: lost But they failed, yeah
1: So uh, um, this, this match was long <laughs> Yeah very long. It, was long, it was long, but they kind of had to put in some of the stuff that Adam Page is not really part of the elite, he oh, doesn't really get involved
0: with it. But then, Kenny kind
1: the of family.
3: celebrations, Adam. Yeah, I mean, the, the the storytelling of this this match was brilliant because you had P- Page never ever tagged either of the books, he only, he only tagged with Omega for the entire match.
0: Which I didn't notice that huh?
3: it's yeah, it was perfect storytelling
4: it's so that's the whole thing there was a it builds up to the backstage segment afterwards um where, like, or like was it not, was it backstage segment was it, BDA? it must have been backstage seven yeah, backstage. Yeah, backstage. Yeah, yeah. It was. It up to that but basically it's building the tension between the box and hangman but i think rather than so i was originally thinking it was going to be hangman turns on omega i don't think that's where we're going anymore i don't think it's going to be an <clears a turning throat> angle i think it's just going to be Hangman sort of trying to differentiate himself as away from being the lackey of the elite. Like, that's what the whole story started with. When he lost to Jericho, it was, I'm the only one that hasn't won the title. I'm the only one that can't get it done. So he went, I'm leaving the elite. But obviously he hasn't left. He's still coming down and helping. I think he it's going to lead to him and Kenny going off and having a really strong
0: title run. And they will beat the Bucs whenever they face the Bucs. Isn't that next week? Haven't they, haven't they said, oh, we'll, we'll fight you next week or something?
1: No, next week is...
0: I think it's
4: going to be the tag match at Revolution. No, Revolution's going to be SEU, isn't it?
1: Um, no, next week is SEU. No, F- yeah,
3: SU's next week.
4: Might be against the Bucks, And I think it's going to end with Hangman pinning Matt or Nick after a Buckshot Lariat or maybe the joint finisher. I think it's going to build to where the Bucks slowly have to start showing Hangman the respect he thinks he deserves. And the reason I think they're going that direction is Matt did an Instagram live chat this week where people were asking a couple of different questions. Um, One of the questions was, was Marty Skirtle supposed to be the leader of the... uh, Dark Order. Dark Order. Dark Order. And he said no, which, you know, what's he going to say?
1: He
3: was always going to say no.
4: Um, But then they asked him a couple of other questions. One of the questions was about Hangman. And he said, undoubtedly, in a year's time, Hangman will be the biggest star in AEW. And if you look at the the character development they've given him, and Tony Khan is supposed to be heavily involved in uh, Hangman's whole story arc from the start when they started giving him like the like, slight drinking gimmick and stuff. Yeah. Like, Tony Khan has supposedly <laughs> stepped in and started working with Hangman. And I know Tony Khan doesn't really have a massive background of anything to do with this. Like, he's managing director of Fulham and he like just has team. ideas he has a lot of ideas he's watched a lot of wrestling and stuff so he's kind of like one and not one of us because obviously a billionaire or whatever but he's watched a fuckload of wrestling wrestling's his passion and he sort of I think he dipped his hand in with hangman first and creative helping out yeah and because it's working and hangman's story arc is working like we all admitted last week like hangman's probably developed the most out of anyone and he's went from us not giving a fuck to his story is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. I think he's gonna end up being majorly over, but I don't think they're going down the route where they're gonna turn on each other and hangman goes one way and the wrestling go the other. I think the leader's still gonna be the elite, but it's gonna to lead to him being respected as much as like they respect Kenny, rather than just oh, you're hangman, you're there.
2: Hmm. Right.
1: <laughs> there it was. Um so the I think they lost, didn't they? I think it was Hangman who took the pick. Yeah. And
4: refused to tag.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, that, that was exactly it. So, I, like, he had tagged Omega, I think, twice. He got back in and wouldn't tag to the books because mm. Omega was on the floor outside after being taken out by... He'd also
1: had a knee injury um, as well, I think.
3: Yeah, and They'd then... played yeah, on that. They, yeah, they targeted his knee for a while, but he refused to tag Nick or Matt, um, took a load of offence, and, um, yeah, it was a... It's not a melter driver. What's the 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 lucha door fucking? One? Oh, it's oh, like, yeah. a like a
1: package. It's Dutch like a small pen. package driver. Yeah, small
3: package where he stamps on his ass. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Penta like, driver, I think it's called.
3: Yeah, well, that that was the finish anyway.
1: Um, we then had a after after match segment where um, you could hear Pack. He was on the microphone, pretty much goading. Um, Kenny Omega, because obviously he's wanting this rubber match. He says, Look, I'm gonna, you're not gonna accept my match when I attack Michael Nakazawa. And he stood next to Riho, and you think, Oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be that bastard, isn't he? He's gonna really go and beat up Riho. And then he says, Oh, yeah, I'm not that much of a bastard, but and then points behind. Um, because before that, I'm a bastard,
4: but I may not be a beast. Yeah. yeah. Right, but I'm not a beast, but she is. So
1: and then to, uh, um because Omega okay. thought she was gonna get attacked by Pac, he uh, he accepted the match. Um yeah. but then after it, Nyla Rose powerbombed Riho, and I think they've got a title match next week. Yeah, powerbombed um, onto
3: a table. They Yeah, one the table removed. Like it, it was one of those where the, the table was level and then it was almost slightly not level it's just like yeah it's, it's so much more brutal when the table doesn't break you could um...
4: tell, like I don't know I, I can't tell if it was supposed to break or it was not you know, <laughs> I think they've powerbombed her on their non-gimmick you know that box the
2: rather
4: than a thing I think they have bombed her on their non-gimmick one and it sort of slants down a little bit and I'm just yeah. like, oh she should have went through that and has it. oh that fucking hurt. It's yeah. like, when you go through the thing, you could do the... She- I always thought the Shane McMahon thing uh, where you have like something inflated underneath and they hit that yeah. and it takes a bit of a blow because uh, Shane's hell and cell spots all have big fucking blown up pillows under the table. Yeah. Um, but it's just, she's hit it and slid off and I was like, oh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. My biggest worry about the Riho-Nyla Rose match next week is that Riho will, no, will win. No, Riho will win. Okay. Um and it will just kill any momentum that Nyla Rose has.
2: Mm. I know
1: Nyla hasn't got a lot of momentum going in the division at the moment anyway, but she's already she's already lost to Riho. If she loses to Riho again, pfft,
0: like
4: it depends, right? So I, I could see that being a possibility. Like if she loses to Rio, then the fans are like, Well, why do I care about this? But if she loses the real and then goes mental which is what her character ken is she's been in a lot of attacks with uh is it shanna yeah
1: yeah yeah because um, yeah, okay, she did one she in like French a signing French in front of jimmy havoc and jimmy havoc just stood there going what <laughs> um and then he she attacked rick knox the referee as
2: well
4: yeah so she was putting people through tables and stuff um yeah. if she like say reho steals a win because that's the way reho wins because she's 90 pounds or whatever and um, so schoolboy roll up or whatever crucifix pin whatever fucking combination she wants to use nyla gets up and just goes fucking mad she instantly has whatever heat she's built back um i think when nyla if they're gonna get her push she needs to go and beat like a kong or someone that's a big wrestler and not just be seen as someone that's big beating up on smaller ones um, but if she goes, say Rio steals the win and she grabs Rio and puts her through fucking three tables and beats her in a until someone has to come down for a save, she's automatically got her heat back. Like mm. that's just the way wrestling is. It's it, I hate quoting him, but Jr. says it on his uh, podcast. He does with Conrad. It's like wrestlers today don't know how to do their job and still get over. Like there's a lot of wrestlers that can't lose on their back clean but get their heat back, and it's.
3: Yeah. The way I'd book next week would be Riho rolls up and beats Rose again. Nyla Rose out goes absolutely skit, So, like you say, beats the living shit out of Rio. Kenny Omega runs down to try and get involved and she picks Kenny Omega up and puts her through a table. That's how I'd do it.
4: It's one way to do it, but then you're hinting too closely at the intergender stuff. And I know they've already done the Rick Knox, but. But, and I'm, I I would like it. Is it going to be a good spot? But I, I can't see them letting Kenny go through a table, but it makes sense. Mm. Maybe Nak. Nak could go through a table.
3: What, Shinsuke Nakamura? No.
4: No. Michael <laughs> Nakamura!
3: Nakamura!
4: Nakamura! Mura.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Michael
0: Nakamura! <laughs>
4: Michael
1: Nakamura! <laughs> <laughs> um... Joey Janella had a match against Kip Sabian. This has been a long feud where Janela's getting involved with Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Obviously, Janella came to AEW with uh, Penelope Ford by his side and then she ditched him for Kip Sabian. Um, I kind of felt this match went a little bit longer than it probably should have done, but I think they both, dis- like, they Kip Sabian and, and Janella are good and I think they need the time to show what they can do. Um, I think they need to build a mid card and actually have the mid card flourish. And this really showed that the mid card is is pretty good. Um, I can't remember anything that happened though. Um,
3: probably yeah, uh, I, I kind of um... skipped this one. The, the bird um, faked it, faked being injured, and it, um, the one who isn't with her anymore went to see if she's okay, and and then she pushed him into an attack from the one that she is with.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think she also got hit by Kip Sabian on the apron, but that then meant Kip Sabian won. Um, So although she was hit by her own current boyfriend. Pardon? Joy won? No, Kip Sabian did.
4: Are we sure? Yeah.
3: Okay. What what does Bleacher Report say? I watched
4: it live, so I might be... Sabian defeated one. Okay, fair enough.
1: Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm sure it was because I think she was on the apron, um, to try and distract Janella, but actually, Janella threw Kip Sabian into her. She obviously fell off and injured herself. Um, but on the way back in off the rope, he took advantage and scored with a roll up. Okay, so um, he, he kind of made it look like oh, he's attacked his girlfriend, but actually, he's still got the win.
4: Okay. Um like, like from what I remember the match was decent. It did feel like they gave them long or a long amount of time. I was slightly like I agree they need to build their mid card, but I think they're actually doing a really good job of building the mid-card in previous weeks where they're putting the legs of uh fuck, what do you call those buzz? Uh they put like Darby Allen and Private Party up against Jericho and stuff, and I think they built they were building it well by doing stuff like that and putting guys who wouldn't necessarily be in the main event against main eventers but this these guys have been working really hard and dark and stuff and obviously i think joey's took i think it was joey's idea to do the storyline because it was made public that penelope and kip were together now and obviously joey and penelope were together for ages um i'm interested to see where it goes. i think it needs to be some sort of not death match but i think if they're going to have another match it needs to be something extreme Mm. um and play up the joys
3: penelope on a pole match
1: <laughs> that's a different connotation
2: matthew um i
1: think the i may uh, i had this thought today and I, i'm sure matt has this thought on the weekly at the moment with aw um i do miss not seeing jimmy havoc on screen
3: i i do but at the same time i don't think they've been i I don't think they've had any kind of way to build that kind of story i think you need to have a a well-set product before you can start throwing that kind of extreme stuff and yes i know he's been doing stuff on dark and i'm sorry i i don't i don't have the inclination to watch dark as much as i love jimmy havoc and i know he's on it um jimmy havoc's been doing a lot of stuff in mlw
4: that's i that's why i don't think they're using him. i don't think we're going to see jimmy havoc on AEW regularly until his mlw deals up it's kind of similar to mjf they didn't have him wrestle until his it is deal was up obviously he had the storyline with cody and they're pushing that but he only ever cut promos they never had him wrestle mm-hmm. until Did his it MLW up. and i think it's he had
3: one match the very first week of a W E had a match but that was it
4: i don't think they want to invest in having jimmy like wrestle and be involved in a big storyline for him to go and do a death match with mance werner on mlw and end up injured and in their spot.
3: yeah i think that's exactly it i think yeah. like he's, i think he's done three death matches since he signed since AEW have had their um tv contract he's done three death matches on mlw and as much as like you'd love to see it on AEW tv if he does that over there and one of the like pieces of glass from the light tubes goes an extra inch and a half deep and he needs stitches and can't wrestle for, for yeah. eight weeks
1: and turns up to AEW dark with a light tube sticking out of his <laughs> ass souls can't <laughs>
3: Yeah. Sorry, boys. I know you've been advertising this for three weeks that so I'm going to be on TV, but uh how long yeah, these, these like, 70, 17 stitches, yeah.
0: Wait, so so is that, how long, do you know how long the deal is with MLW? It's rumoured to
4: be less than six months.
3: I was going to say, um, I believe it was up at the end of May was what yeah. I heard.
0: So, it's in the next six
4: months, Jimmy will be clear from L- MLW. Not that they're keeping them prisoner. I think it was... So, whenever it happened, whenever AEW opened, MLW didn't have a clause in their contract against AEW. They had one against ROH, I believe, and one against Impact. So there was a big loophole because AEW, and WWE, obviously. But there was a loophole because AEW was a new promotion and it wasn't in there. that's how they were able to get uh, MJF and Jimmy before their contracts were up. So essentially, they were contracted to both companies and getting paid by both companies. Pretty
1: Um,
0: sweet gig.
4: Yeah, it was pretty sweet for Jimmy and MJF. So now... I think once we see Jimmy Havoc's contract up, you'll see him a lot more because obviously they've seen something in him that they wanted. Um, he was a British wrestler, so him and Kip Sabian and a couple of others were brought in. But I do think they'll utilise him a lot more once the MLW side of it's up and they can, like they can invest without yeah. him going and getting injured. Or not. I have a feeling
1: that people like Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc have been brought into AEW because Cody did quite, did spend quite a lot of time, didn't he, in the UK? He was, um, doing quite a quite not regular, but indie shows over here. I know he did what used to be Defiant. um I don't know of any others he went to. Ah, uh, they did um, OTT.
4: The box were an OTT every time they were doing like a big show in Dublin. The box and Marty and stuff like that would be down all the time. So like those guys, like Cody, did spend a lot of time in the UK, and a lot of indie wrestlers they've signed have been guys they have fought elsewhere, and uh, so mm-hmm. guys they fought. They've liked their work. They've Known they're safe. Same as Private Party, I think they fought them at HGH first um, and saw them about there. And just they're using their experience of the time they spent on the Indies to go and wrestle or go and bring people in, which is a good way to do it. At least then you've shared a locker room with them and you know what sort of mm. person they are and it's not just randomly plucking someone that might be an absolute arsehole.
1: Yeah, Dex just said that um, Kip wrestled Cody by the looks of it in IPW. Yeah, um, because that's the first time I saw Kit was is a, in a multi-man match over in IPW. First time I went, so um, let's get into the the main kind of feature of AEW this week and finishes off Cody receiving ten lashes from NJF. Um, this was brutal. For it those was. of you in the chat, you can see the the result of Cody's
3: back it was um, almost perfect. You, yeah, you almost them. perfect.
4: So you can hear him as much as you want. And I know Matt does. Matt doesn't like Cody. But you cannot question him. Oh, no, absolutely,
2: absolutely like, not. Fucking hell.
0: Like, absolutely insane this was.
3: I Like, all, all I'm going to say is I assume he's into BDSM shit because otherwise he's fucking nuts.
4: I think, like, it comes back to a lot of the stuff that you... criticized them for like he's into the 70s 80s wrestling and obviously he loves that when his dad is wrestling he watches a lot of it that sort of shit happened every couple of months in the territories and i assume that's it like it's worked you think about i guarantee if you check the numbers not that we would but if you check the quarterly numbers i guarantee a lot of the ones that were watching nxt went oh cody's gonna get fucking hit with a whip here or Twitter started going mental and people flipped over. I will agree what Tigers just said, and he said it at the time the one thing that ruined this whole fucking segment for me was Brandy coming down at the end because I literally I was the only I think I was the only one watching it live, but I went they've just made Brandy a fucking baby face two weeks after she was a psycho heel on TV. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, Um everything else there was, was no need for it to
0: be there though. It didn't have to happen. I mean, like
3: mm. I, I get it because they brought out um. On Anderson, um, and then when they brought out uh, the his box brother, and the, brother and the yeah, yeah, and, uh, and I think they came down to just make sure that he gets through it because there's no point in taking the first five lashes yeah. if you're not going to get through all the way and have your 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 vengeance. Like if they'd have cancelled the Nightmare Collective stuff two weeks earlier, they'd have explained that. Yeah, she was mental because of the head injury. Like they, they almost kind of had that. Oh, she had that head injury, and she's not been the same since. If they'd have just had somebody treat her for the the head injury or something like that, tie it up and have her off TV for two weeks. That's all they'd have needed. But unfortunately, they they've had the nightmare collective stuff in the last couple of weeks, and then nothing she's not been seen as a face at all. She's not been treated. She's not been anything. And then they've just gone wham. Here's his wife coming out to save him. And it, it was, was just,
1: it was, it was a lot of the segment was great. Like the fact that you've got all the heel members yeah. of the roster on the top yeah. of the ramp. Yeah. Like I was like, cause you see the, the, you see the collective of people at the top of that ramp. And you, I think it was Britt Baker was there. Butcher um, the, Blade with there. Then half Butcher a- Blade as well. Sammy um, Guevara, Sammy, and there was there was another one which I was like, "What?" Like, but it made sense that the heels came out to have a look and say, "Oh, what's going on the over here?" Cody, get the Let's all have stuff. a good laugh, and then um you've got to have the books come out and. Uh, and Arn and and Dustin to kind of say, look, you can do this, Cody. You can do this. You want this match? Don't let him have the satisfaction. Make sure that you you can then go and kick his ass at Revolution. You need to do this, uh, which was great. Like the fact that he gave a lash to Wardlow added to it as well. Uh, that one was oh, that was. Brutal, and it
4: puts so much more heat on Wardlow for this cage match. Yeah,
3: yeah like because
4: he I think, partook in this, and I was the, like, "That is fucking fantastic." <laughs>
3: on, on top of that, you had Dustin came down and said, "I want to take the next five because like and and yeah. MDF went. That's not how it works." But then Wardlow said, "I'll oh, give me a go," and he just went, "Yeah, fine." Yeah, and then Wardlow <laughs> just didn't fucking hold back at that's all. He just went, you know I was expecting. I was
1: expecting with that as well. I was expecting, like, because obviously they had a ref in there to count it. I thought the ref's either going to miscount it or the one with, when they did the Wardlow thing, I bet, oh, they're going to say Wardlow's doesn't count. Yeah. He's going to have to do two more. Um, but they didn't. They just, they kept it, which is fine. Um,
0: one, then, one, thing, one thing I did like was how it ended. Because I was like, okay, once you've done the 10, how's it going to win? Everyone's going to cheer and then MJF's just sort of going to walk off. I <laughs> love the end where he goes, okay, just kicks in the knackers and bolts. Bam-o and then
3: bolts. Oh, yeah. it
0: was fantastic. What
4: happened after that? Because I couldn't uh, really tell. So they, they went up into the crowd and someone, it's rumoured to be Kazarian. People thought MJF. it was a fan. At yeah, first. people thought it was a fan, but yeah. it's rumoured that it was Kazarian. And that's the build of Kazarian having a match with MJF before. Uh, the match with Cody so it's not just Cody resting oh, I right. love a really good touch about that segment I love the fact he made Cody take his own belt off for
2: it it belt we're using yours yeah. give me yeah. the yeah. my belt, belt is too,
3: my, oh. my belt is too too good for this kind of thing give <laughs> me the belt
1: that's just, oh, it was <laughs> just, just so I'm just seeing Jack i have just seeing Jack in the chat. It's just put all have to do his shitty leg thing at nine when <laughs> he's counting. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but that that pretty much concludes this week's um, kind of wrestling frivolities. Um, the only thing that's uh, also been announced is the cage match. We know about that in two weeks' time. In three-minute
4: three week- Iron Man match next week, isn't it? Three
1: well? weeks' time. We've three got the Iron the Man the- match. match between uh, uh, Kenny and Pac. So, like like we said earlier, they are drip-feeding big, big-time matches. Look, three weeks' time, you cannot miss this. Like, the first steel cage match in AEW is two weeks' time. The first Ironman match is in three weeks' time. Like, they are saying, look, we are building very much towards this next um, pay-per-view, which uh, I think... ITV doesn't exist anymore, does it, box oh, office?
0: Yeah. ITV is dead, isn't it?
4: I, I would say they're making significant numbers on the Fight TV+. Plus. Mm. I think the UK numbers must be fucking great on that, and it's one of the reasons why they're still talking about doing a UK pay-per-view and well, stuff right. like that. I think Fight must be bringing in significant money. They obviously don't need to release that because I don't think Fight need to release their numbers no, at all. they're
3: not a publicly traded company. They have yeah. no obligation to release any information like that.
4: So I would say the numbers must be pretty fucking good, and mean a- a- eventually w- goes to being on TV instead of YouTube, and it's part of a fight, I'd say the numbers will only increase then.
1: Yeah, yeah. AEW a- well. is a- going to—I think ITV and AEW will part companies very soon. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah. I would—I—I I can see AEW going to getting a deal with Sky, so they can—they so they can go live, um, because obviously they can't at the moment do it on a terrestrial channel in the UK.
4: If not Sky Sports, a company that will show them live. Yeah, something like like, Premier Sports or... Yeah, or like what Spike TV used to be and stuff like that. I know Spike TV got impact, but like something that doesn't need to live by... something like Dave.
1: The thing is Spike won't, though, because old Spike is now like Paramount, isn't it? And Paramount have just had this with Channel 5 where they've just got WWE, so it won't be anybody like that.
4: No, I know, but I was just I was mentioning that yeah. sort of like, not, like yeah. not necessarily a free view channel, but something that's on a Sky package that might not be Sky Sports directly because yeah. I know their raw numbers were shit. Honestly, I reckon it's something that they did. Like, someone will throw money at them because they'll see the TNT deal and they won't think about, oh, what's this fight TV thing that's going to take on my views anyway. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I mean, um, uh, if, if, if it was a choice between on tv or on fight as much as fight is a great service um i would pick tv just because i can I, unless i log into my pc i can't watch fight on a tv whereas i can i can watch my sky i can record it on sky so i can record it and watch it anytime or if i'm get, if i've just got home from work i can flick the tv on and watch it in 42 inches rather than fucking faffing around and sitting in here and watch it on a computer monitor yeah, that's why I've
1: not taken up the fight TV because I'm like Matt. It's easier for me to record everything on on my Virgin Media box and then watch it when I can. Because otherwise, I like I just don't open my laptop all the time. So, mm. um, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Um, Are we
3: not going to mention New Beginning this morning?
1: Well, I haven't watched it. You can you can mention it. I don't think anything massive happened in terms of title changes, so I
3: wasn't going to. Do you want uh, to talk about it? uh, Just the last three matches, really. So, um, the like, I I didn't watch any of the multi-man tag shit at the start of the show because, as much as New Japan is great, I don't give a fuck about like the fact that the only one that I think Bullet Club hate. Fucking chaos and all the rest yeah. of that.
1: I think the only one that actually. Uh, yeah, Tiger hasn't
4: watched, so he's like frantically trying to get people to start knowing when he's left. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I,
1: think, <laughs> I think the only thing that. Had, like, it, there was a special tank match with Osprey and Okada against Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi because I know yeah. uh, Osprey and uh, ZSJ are going to go against each other in York Hall, I think. Well, Um, the British title.
3: Spoilers, but Zack Sabre Jr. came out and uh, beat up Moxley after the match, after his match. So Moxley versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the US title. Spoilers,
4: Moxley kept the title?
3: Moxley Mark- kept the title.
4: Oh, Everybody kept
0: the title. Is this where we still there were three titles I'm giving away every spoiler that's around, isn't it? I love the
1: king all no, no, the I kind of spoiled it, it by saying part. not a lot really happened. I don't think any titles changed. Were well, you not listening? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we're not. No, metal. not really. I wasn't it's it's I a to best to and show topic. for the podcast. The if road. you. Yeah, i'll be honest watched-
2: i was
4: absolutely exhausted this morning i got up at four. i watched the end of ufc i watched nxt and then i turned on the w or the new japan network which rolled over the bastards and took more <laughs> money out of my paypal <laughs> and uh i looked and it was that zack Sabre junior tag match thing and it was basically exactly a virginia and tai chi standards <laughs> so i was like I'm going back to play. I'm sure yeah, there's I a can, promo. So I've exactly.
1: seen the promo where I think, oh, what did he call him? Moxie called him like the U Noodle Man. Because <laughs> of all the. Like, it did Moxie up. fight with an eye patch or
4: not? He.
3: he... Yeah, so he, he started with an eye patch. Okay. Suzuki ripped the eye patch off and he had a white dressing on underneath it. Yeah. And then Suzuki ripped that off. And uh-huh. then you didn't see that side of Moxie's face for the rest of the match. So they did a good, good job. Work. Of, I
4: like that.
3: I, I don't think he was <laughs> meant to rip the dressing off, but they accidentally ripped <laughs> the dressing off. And then the camera worked for the rest of the match. Moxley was shot from the one side to the entire thing. Anytime that you saw his entire face was a massively wide shot of the entire like half the arena, so that you couldn't see the fact that's that amazing. Had that's it, like, it was really good work.
4: That's a nice touch that Moxley's carried that over, overlook.
3: Yeah, yeah, and the fact that New Japan have worked so well. Because I don't think that that dressing was supposed to come off, but it did. And yeah. New Japan worked hard so that you couldn't see that that eye is actually fine. Um, so that was really good. Yeah, so you had the, the, the matches that you want to go and watch. Are the, the last three, isn't it? Yeah, the last three. So the, it was um, Ryu Lee versus Takahashi. Is that it is always Taka? be
4: Dragon Leader to me
3: dragon lee versus takahashi whatever you want to call him that was incredible they like there was one spot that i've never seen Is before
4: fighting? yeah
3: yeah yeah okay um and so hiromu stood on the outside and really vaults the, <laughs>
2: vaults, the th- <laughs>
3: rope, vaults the top rope and um, and goes and does a hurricane rana off the like and drags him off the outside so he stood on the like on the apron and he vaults the ropes and horican runners them off, oh. um, which was like I've not seen that done before. That was pretty cool. And there was a couple of other good spots. That was a cracking match. The Moxley match was good, and obviously you've got Zack Sabre coming out afterwards. And then the the final match, Centa did like as a heel. He works fantastically. He just like wound the crowd up the entire way through the match, um, because they had they they got rid of all of the Bullet Club people straight away. So the referee before the match had even started sent them all to the back.
4: So, right, as a potential issue for Bullet Club, right? Healy Kenta isn't much of a follower. Jay White is technically the leader of Bullet Club. Do we see Kenta kicking White out or I,
3: I I would say in the next six months you're gonna see some sort of fight for the ownership of Bullet Club, yeah.
4: I'd like to see Kent the kick White out and just have Kent the lead Bullet Club and be like a legit main eventer over there
3: yeah I would as well I concur would you <laughs> cheers, cheers
1: Chris uh would you see <laughs> Jay White go back to chaos or no
4: I'd like Jay White be solo just have him be the rapey knife pervert or whatever his gimmick is where he just goes and like <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> he, <laughs> they should pop title he just goes and attacks people, do <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you just pair him a fucking fin juice again, let him go be the three randos. Nah, obviously you couldn't do that if you were to keep him as main event. But I think yeah. you could have Jay White on his own or have just Gido with him or ghetto, whatever you call him. Yeah. Um I don't think he needs a faction behind him. And it gives him a bit more credibility if he's not leaning on Bullet Club. Whereas I don't off the top of my head, I don't think Bullet Club have ever had a Japanese leader. Um, so mm. if Kenta ended up taking Bullet Club, I think that would be massive for uh Nuchman. Well definitely I think it's always been a gaijin that's uh, led them. So you had Finn, then it was AJ, then it was uh what do you call him? Kenny. Kenny. And then Jay way took it off him. So I think having a, a heel or like a Japanese wrestler it- as the leader would be an
3: interesting i think it'd, it'd be a, 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 kent is a good one to choose because he like obviously he's still an he, outsider because he's an outsider because he was yeah because he like and they basically new japan see anybody who was not new japan as a foreigner yeah so yeah i think that i think it would work well and i think you'd have a couple of good matches between kent and jay white before they like before it, there, uh, Kenta takes it over, and then yeah, Jay White can just either go off and just have singles matches, or yeah, like maybe go into another faction. But yeah, for time being, I think I think I think that'd be a good way to go, and that's a good way to build Kenta again. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Kenta's going to lose.
4: I wasn't
3: laughing at you, but i sorry. I've, I've just seen. <laughs> no, so
4: Deck
1: Deck our Marty chat is just like.
4: Marty just watched that episode of the Elite where Kenny tried to send Marty Janetti, and he's like, "You know what? I
0: could do better than that, Gangrel.
4: Come on down, Vampire fan face.
0: Most of it if he does bring Marty Gennetti in for shits and giggles. For- hey, what do you me. mean, Edge's back? I'm bringing the
4: brood to R.O.H.
0: Gangrel, come
4: on! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> bring him
2: on. Bring
1: him.
0: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant.
1: Um, I think that pretty much concludes this week's um, podcast. Um, Once again, thank you very much for the gentleman to join me. Thank you as well to Jack for all the the behind-the-scenes admin. I'd Um, like to
4: thank Smoot for putting up with our shit, mostly me. It's been a good sport this week, Smoot.
1: Cheers, mate. Um, Once again, this is recorded live, so if you do want to join us in future, make sure you go to twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. I got it right this time. If you are interested in supporting the channel in any ways, make sure you drop us a follow over there uh, so we can get close to affiliate and then we can start taking subscriptions. And you can subscribe to us if you do want to give us money anyway. Patreon is a thing that we do have. Um, check out our Patreon, it'll be in the description to the podcast. Um, check it out, see what you can offer us. Uh, if you wish, it's not, it's not, no deck pets, please. Yeah, I'd rather, one... I'd rather not.
0: No, <laughs> um,
1: any. Donations that you gave is 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 not expected, but very very highly appreciated. Um, make sure you, pardon, sorry, go
0: on, continue.
1: Make sure you check out Power Slam TV if you haven't done so already. If you use our code Badbookers, you get one free month um, over there. Lots of independent wrestling to feast yourself uh, and enjoy and enjoy your wrestling needs in it. Brav, have I missed anything, Apps? Twitter. At Bad Bookers WP. There we go. Thanks for joining us. Bye.
3: Bye,
2: guys. Bye.
3: Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.